Good morning, Cleveland. This is Pastor C.A. here at Faith Memorial Church in this great city of Cleveland, Tennessee, and you are tuning in to Thinking Out Loud. This morning, I'm going to bring our conversation on the five observations of the anointing to a close. Um, And just a quick recap, we've talked about the presence of the anointing, the power of the anointing, the purity of the anointing, and even about the pleasure of the anointing. And today, we're going to move into the final sphere or final observation, and that is the purpose of the anointing. Because God doesn't do anything without purpose. Everything He does is working towards an end goal, and that is for your good good and for his glory in Jesus name. Now the purpose of the anointing, if you look back at our passage from Luke chapter 4 verses 14 through 18, what you find is that after Jesus returns in the power of the spirit, after he goes into Nazareth, the place where he's brought up, and he stands up in the synagogue as his custom was to read, he's handed the book from the prophet Isaiah. He opens the book, finds the place where it's written. The spirit of the Lord is in upon me, for he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, to recovery of the sight to the blind, and to set at liberty those that are oppressed, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord or the year of the Lord's favor. Now, in that you see the purpose of the anointing listed out. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me first to preach the gospel to the poor. That's the financial realm. The gospel literally means good news. What's good news to someone that's poor? A financial blessing or provision. And then he moves in to heal the brokenhearted. That hits the realm of the emotions. And that's the soul realm, the the realm of the mind, the realm of the soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, your intellect, your emotions, your imagination, your conscience, and your thoughts thoughts. That is the realm of the soul. And so healing the brokenhearted shows that the anointing has a work to do in your mind and in your emotions. And then he goes on to proclaim liberty to the captives. This is a spiritual liberty setting free those free from the slavery of sin. Jesus tells us in John 8, 31 through 36, he says that If you continue in my word, you're my disciples indeed. They respond and they say, but we're descendants of Abraham. We've never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say that we will be free? And he says, those who commit sin are slaves to sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but the son abides forever. And whom the son sets free is free indeed. So you see, even in that conversation, he's talking about a slavery to sin and then a captivity, a liberty being proclaimed to those that were in captivity to sin. Now, Then you move from that into recovery of the sight to the blind. This is the physical realm, the realm of the body, that the anointing wants to do a work in your body. Paul tells the church in Rome, he says, the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you. And if that same spirit dwells in you, he shall also with that same spirit quicken your mortal body. Quicken means to bring life to, to bring healing to, that there is healing paid for and provided in the atonement. And the final one is to set at liberty or to set free those that are oppressed. Oppression is one people group pushing down or dominating or abusing another people group. It's a talking, a conversation about the purpose that the anointing wants to accomplish and carry out in the social sphere or the sphere of relationships. So those are five things. And then it goes on to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. We're not going to deal with that in this moment. But the five things, you have spiritual, 
You have mental, you have physical, you have social, and you have financial. That's the five arenas of your life or spheres of your life. And the anointing wants to do a work. God wants to work through His Spirit in each of those areas of your life and bless you and so that you can then be a blessing in each one of those five areas to someone else. That's the purpose of the anointing. And the last thing is to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord's favor or the year of the Lord's favor. Now, that isn't about 365 days. It is about a dispensation of time that Jesus is coming to initiate a new dispensation, a new period of time, and that is the dispensation of grace, the dispensation of the gospel, that Jesus is initiating the new covenant. And that's the covenant that we abide in, the covenant of the Lord's favor upon his people. This has been Thinking Out Loud with Pastor C.A. God bless and have a great day.